perspective about so much on the game tonight, but battled over what's the most intense rivalry you've ever been a part of in any, any level of hockey? Something stand out for you? Um, wow. A, that's a good question. Every level has their own rivalries. You can go back to uh, Bantam hockey, probably exists here in Edmonton. Um, you know, one area versus the other. I thought we had that when I played minor hockey. Major Junior, Saskatoon, Regina, Saskatoon, Prince Albert was always a big, uh, big rivalry when you played. But, um, you know, at the National Hockey League level, the original six when I was in, in Detroit always seemed to ramp things up a little bit. St. Louis, Chicago, um, you know, those types of of rivalries. California uh, was always LA, Anaheim. Um, but this is, this is two Canadian teams, Hockey Central, um, with very rich past um, in both organizations. Both teams have won cups in the past. Both teams competed against each other for many, many years just for the right to go on in the next round and, and play. Um, the number of Hall of Fame players that have come through both, both organizations. I think there's such a a rich tradition in this rivalry. Um, it'll be a, it's a special game tonight, I think, to play that last game against the Flames in this old building. And, and um, you know, both teams, I'm sure, are going to play hard and, and respect that. That's, that's the case. Where do you see this rivalry in two, three years? Well, I think both organizations hope that it, it has a chance to, uh, to expand and, and heat up and grow. And um, we're both somewhat in the infancy stage of developing that as far as players and, and trying to get uh, to where we want to go. Um, Calgary had a bit of a taste of it last year. We haven't had that, that experience. But um, as we continue to stock young players and try and grow our teams, um, the age of the star players uh, match up very well for a future of uh, real good hockey and, and a very competitive uh, rivalry. It's just it's it's at its infancy stage. It's when the Gretzky uh, era existed and the uh, you know the Poplinski that type of era existed. They were at the same age and they really competed and battled. And then it kind of dwindled a little bit. And now we're trying to rebuild that both teams. Which was the significance of tonight's game? Something that you have to relate to your players, or is it something you even acknowledge prior to the game? Or <coughs> well, we. We won't, uh, our staff won't go there. We won't, it's, the, it's Calgary. So our team understands that the, those, are, those are important games all the time and the rivalry exists. They are well aware of the wrap up of the building. Uh, there's a number of functions that are planned and they're part of it. So they, they know what's coming. So f I'm not gonna stand in front of the group and say, hey guys, this is the last time we play against Calgary in this building, let's play hard. Uh, one, I expect them to do that without me prompting. Um, and two, I think they understand it. What's your number one concern coming off? This is, to me, this is even different than the All-Star break because other teams eventually. Yeah, it's. I mean, you're kind of like a football team this week, one day and another. Yeah, it's it's interesting. We we whined and bitched about not having it, and now we're talking about having it. So, um, we had a rhythm going. Every second night for a month and a half, we had that rhythm. Um, we we were able to rest. We were able to get a couple players healthy, or at least healthy enough to play. We uh, had two really good practices. Um, how will we start? Will we be rusty? Uh, I hope not. Um, I don't think there's any reason why we should be. And it's not a lot different. I, I think this is a good approach for us 
because if you happen to be lucky in the playoffs and win early and wait for another team to play, you're usually taking four or five days off and you've got to be ready to play again. And, um, you know, we're trying to create those moments, I guess, without being in the playoffs. How did you ever, at any moment this season, have the team that you imagined on September 1st together in the lineup at one time? Like no. 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 Is it hard to evaluate, you know, in a year where it hasn't been gone the way you want? It is. How good you can be not having all of those people? I mean, well, injured, I get that. The, we get some real good evaluation. Um, like evaluation goes beyond just the ice and the interaction of players. Um, there's how they behave around their teammates, how they interact at the at the rink, their practice habits, their their ability to comprehend and apply uh, tactics and that type of stuff. So we've been able to see individuals do that, and we have our opinion on you know the upper end and the lower end of that. But to put the band together and, and put it on stage and see how well they can you know, what tune they can come up with. We haven't had that chance. Uh, it's just the way it's, it's happened for us with injuries. And um, I don't even know if we've been close. Right from day one to day 80 now, we haven't been close. I know you've got a few games to go. Are you starting to see a change in the culture here when you look back at your first year? There are some things that we thought we needed to do uh, when we arrived. Uh, the staff, management, coaches, and uh, we've pushed th that button all year, and I think the players have responded. Um, you know, I, I went home yesterday after practice, and my wife said, how was practice? I said, you know what, they, they continue to work hard. They continue to give us what they have. That's, the last few days are the days where they would mail it in if they were going to mail it in. Um, so I'm impressed that they have, um, they have sustained it and are still willing to buy into it when it would be easy to, to fold their hands. And, and that was the approach that we've taken. Uh, there's been many nights where we've been in games a lot longer than we have in the past. We've played an astronomical number of one-goal games. Um, you know, and I include the empty netters for or against wins and losses. I think we're almost at 50 now. So uh, we've been in a lot of games where I think that's cultural change. But there's still some work that needs to be done. Sorry, I just wanted to ask you about what you remember about this <coughs> this rivalry growing up and watching it. The, and I apologize if it was asked. No, it's, it's okay. Um, heated, skilled, competitive, passionate, you know, a lot of different adjectives. Um, I was talking to the group here before about the, uh, the players, the Hall of Fame players that were leading that rivalry. Um, they matched ages very well back in the Gretzky era. And... Um, you know, goaltender for goaltender and uh, dominant defenseman Al McGinnis and Paul Coffey and those type of guys. You had dominant forwards um, coming out of that division. Um, you had to go through Calgary. You had to go through Edmonton. And they were that good. And it was, it was fun to watch. Um, it made it hard when you were a kid to pick your uh, playoff pool because you didn't know if Edmonton or Calgary was going to win. But you knew one of them was probably going to get to the finals. So... You're either in or out after the first round. I was a hockey fan. <laughs> Way more oiler, though. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. 
I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.